Happy Halloween and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. And we come to our final episode of season 12, falling on the very day we have been leading up to All Hallows' Eve. So of course, for today's episode, I had no choice but to pick the very film that hugs the closest to this holiday itself. And that, of course, is the 1978 John Carpenter horror, Halloween. Starring Donald Pleasant, Jamie Lee Curtis, Nancy Keys, PJ Souls and Charles Sykes. I have been preaching about the lack of originality for large parts of my podcast now. The very era we stand in at the moment that seems to instinctively bleed out prequels, sequels, remakes and adaptations. And the horror genre seems to be one of the biggest contributors to this involvement. That being said, though, when it comes to scaring the shit out of someone... For entertainment purposes, originality seems to be massively overrated when talking about this 1978 classic. I mean, John Carpenter, who directed this, would take parts of different films, and he would later go on to direct The Thing, Big Trouble Little China, and The Fog, as we have seen in season 12. Carpenter basically spat out the very concept of originality and decided to just borrow segments from the very best, a bit like how Tarantino did with Kill Bill. Halloween runs parallels in terms of plot with Black Christmas. The scare tactics are taken directly from the innocents. The theme tune itself is a massive recall to The Exorcist and even the characters itself. The names are a reference to at least all Alfred Hitchcock movies. I mean, Psycho star Janet Lee's daughter is the star of what was going to be the huge franchise spanning over 45 years. Halloween. The genre of horror has been around for a long time and each movie leads in some way to the next and in time morphs the same idea or concepts and then fluctuates over the period of time. I mean, the idea sort of stays the same. It's just about how you decide to tell the same story. And this is where the director comes in, implementing their vision on ideas we may or may not have seen. Regardless, they have existed prior, but Halloween breathes a somewhat new resurgent and life to the horror genre. A horror movie that actually has no real gore, not really any sex, and scarce incentive for its masked killer, Mr. Michael Myers. The film trimmed the popcorn fat, and the result is a pure movie. Tunnel vision dose of horror, plain and simple. The very film we're talking about here, Halloween, is very bland in terms of the empty space between suspense, but the very notion of horror is at full stride here. The classic trope of a cat and mouse game where Carpenter has chosen anticipation over exposition. The opening scene, which again borrows from Orson Welles' Touch of Evil, is a confusing yet composed mixture of POV shots juxtaposed with the victims of the soon-to-be-stabbing that carefully sets this eerie backdrop on Halloween night in 1963, where we see our killer grab a mask, grab a knife, watch some people make out and within four minutes we've introduced our classic soon-to-be mimic concept of an opening sequence to a horror movie the opening sequence climax elegantly backed up with this descending musical score which finally shows us that it is the girl's little brother six-year-old michael myers stabbing his sister and lover to death in 1963 on Halloween night. Then we skip 15 years later. Mike's escaped the asylum and is tracked down to the quiet town of Haddersfield, Illinois, back to the scene of the crime. And our minds are already infected that this kid, now an adult, will have no real remorse whatsoever because he killed his sister and because now he is an adult with power, height and experience backing up his dread and terror. So within 15 minutes, we know our killer. We know his weapon. We know his look. And now the victim. 
Well, we've got Laurie, a name that supersedes Sydney and Ripley in the pages of horror heroines who have repeatedly gone through different situations with the same remnants of the killer in more than one movie. Situations and surrounding characters and eras. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, the Scream Queen, is a major part of what kicked this off. Some would say, regrettably, slasher genre in the late sort of 70s, early 80s, but Halloween is a lot more dignified than its successors. Carpenter's mix of his trademark style and musical cues is what made Halloween popular that has attracted its cult followers in many sequels. He exploits forcefully the empty space filled with Panavision formats that enriches the tension simply because you think Myers could be jumping out from anywhere. And all of this mixed with Myers' personal horrific musical score. The series of the impeccable time buses keeping the tension high and well-placed cinematography exploits terrors in our mind. Like I said, the, pan- the Panavision format that Carpenter chose to use is a rare indulgence in a low budget movie but it is cleverly milked for all it's worth and to good effect too the film's now silliness is the film's waiting gold which has clearly inspired and prepped others to follow in suit just like carter has done with this movie a massive game of basically chinese whispers and carpenter had the most important part of that game catapulting the genre after his mashup horror elements from the past The clear generic scenes where Laurie is running from house to house, the neighbours pulling down their blinds, the vast space of unhelplessness and an open battleground for a cat and mouse chase is just a showcase to Carpenter's technical and visual flair. Where Friday the 13th showcased teenagers as witless drones, Halloween does in fact attach some depth to the now stereotypical dumbfounded teenagers in this film. The very generic rules of Scream are literally spawning from this movie as Mike kills after someone's just had sex and is preying on the verging, a rule that is enforcing others to say celibate in horror movies to simply survive. The unrealistic horror element doesn't lie with the characters and their inability to go to the stairs, not the door, is simply reactive more than logical. But the film's fantasy elements lies in the neverland of the eerily empty streets and glowing pumpkins that is orchestrated beautifully, too beautifully for the backdrop for this horror movie. The very indestructible quality of Myers is supernatural in nature, but never revealed to be confirmed or shown to be exactly that. It remains tame and ambiguous and a steady craftsmanship to natural horror. Halloween is a visceral experience. It's not a movie that we are seeing. It is a movie we are experiencing. And that is horror exploited at its best because experience is what you need to infect onto your audience. The difference that creates a barrier from the infinite number of horror movies is that any movie can create violence on screen, but it is very hard to do well. The director here is skilled and his trademark in this movie in others is always the background. Even, you know, the little glimpses of something that we did not see for long enough. Well, like I said before, the mere use of empty space creating a build-up of things to be provoked into frame. The very favoritism in films towards the soon-to-be victim and the obvious choice of the survivor is never clear in this movie. Every person are just as basic as the other. There's not really a main character, which makes this film that much more intriguing when faced in the possible hands of Michael Myers. I mean, call this movie a horror movie, a rip-off, a classic, an outdated movie. It can be any one of those things. But what it is to a lot is a coming-of-age movie and the bridge to the escalation of what female characters need to do to advance, as Laurie is one of the first commercial examples of the final girl, being the only female to survive the circumstances, emerging as the victor either by killing or simply escaping the grips of the killer. Now, the elements of her being a virgin and possessing an asexual name is a clue to her 
going through this sort of rite of passage in this movie. I mean, the theory states that at the end of the movie, escaping the very phallic symbol of a knife and the grips of a man, the last girl standing has become masculinized without the help of a man and is ready to move forward in life, which is usually why these girls are introverts, quiet, awkward, unliked, or gone through some trauma. And you will see this heavily in the genre, especially after 1978 when Carpenter showcased his version of what a generic horror should be. And I think it's safe to say the style and influence it spread into the cinematic world is quite possible becoming timeless and it's still examined and talked about and borrowed from which is quite fitting since Carpenter did that very thing with Halloween in 1978. For me this is the most important horror movie ever made in terms of filmmaking, influence and just generic atmospheric pressure that it gives to the audience. I mean the the general atmospheric spreading fear that easily throws through the TV set into the audience's mind is next to none. Anyways, that's all I have time for with Halloween and season 12 as we come to an end with our Halloween horror special. I hope you have watched or will watch some of the horrors that I have dissected in the last 31 days. And even if you have tuned in for just one episode and been influenced to watch one of these movies, then I'm happy. Horror is the one genre I think summarizes why it's still important to visit cinemas and the very existence of filmmaking. It's the one genre that consistently exposes us to a simulation when watching. It triggers goosebumps, it provokes movement, and creates attractiveness to the unexplained, something people are naturally invested in. Horror single-handedly turns psychological fears and trauma into a real-life external presence. It allows the audience to directly experience other human internal states in a way that no other genre can't. But most importantly, the horror genre has the ability, if you allow it, to fully immerse yourself in situations that usually echo things close to home. Simple things like walking up the stairs, walking home in the dark, picking up the phone, seeing a shadow. And these mundane things seen on screen are tenfold when you're carrying them in your mind that yourself has already had those very same experiences, those very relatable things. And you can relate to the inner fear of the character. And one thing that always happens, the shared fear from the main character is usually always resonated to the viewers and the horror leads the general polls in terms of exploiting maximum experience and that for me is the reason to watch horror films forget being scared or laughing or feeling pumped you are there to escape the everyday grind of your lives and no matter what genre you use to unplug it will have that desired effect tailored to how you desire to attach to it or detach from it but one thing i'll always say is you can never go wrong with a horror movie if you are looking for an experience When people avoid horror movies or say they do not like them, well, guess what? The genre is already doing its job. You have gained an experience already before you've even watched it. You've attached yourself to fear from the get-go. Imagine if you indulge in that experience. It's like a 90-minute roller coaster ride that grabs you out of the real world and into a world that invests in the detail, characters, sometimes in meticulous ways and sometimes in a laughable way. However, the suspense and lead-up is always in the nature of a horror. And like John Carpenter, we shall see in the future what different ways there are in creating these experiences. Anyway, please drop me a podcast to follow or subscribe to me. I am on iTunes, Google, Amazon, and I am on Spotify. And you can drop me a follow on Instagram. That's film exploration, AH or lowercase or one word. But for now, thank you for listening to season 12. And we shall return with two more seasons coming soon in 2023 but happy halloween and indulge in the frights and tricks and thank you for listening to film exploration with ash hurry <laughs> <laughs>